From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Jared J.B. Boyd. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we have music from the concert to protect our aquifer. Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis will be with us to deliver an installment of the Blues Hall of Fame, an exploration of the lives of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame here in Memphis, Tennessee, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, JB. This week, we're serving our community with a little love for the concert to protect our aquifer. When people the world over speak of Memphis music, they always note that there's simply something in the water here. As a matter of fact, we want to make sure that we keep the right stuff in our water. For several years now, a coalition called Protect Our Aquifer has been convening to ensure that economic interests and local legislation favor the conservation of our clean water as a public resource in Memphis. That's not a hard cause to get behind. The group, founded by longtime studio owner Ward Archer, happens to be made of fans. Fans not only of healthy drinking water, but also of music. Teaming with entertainment lawyer and music insider Bruce Newman, Archer's group benefits from an annual concert that helps raise money and awareness for their cause. This year's lineup was headlined by Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award recipient Tom Paxton. That's not all, Pat. We heard from Nashville-based singer-songwriters The Accidentals, award-winning performer Chris Matthews, and well-known folk recording artist Susan Werner, along with special guest blues guitarist Terry Harmonica Bean. The Sweet Somber Night served as the perfect reminder of the important things that make Memphis a community. You use what you've got to get what you want. For sure. Around here, music speaks very loudly to our conditions, from the message music of Stax Records to, well, the expressions of the Stax Music Academy students today. When we speak through song, most folks in the region can understand. And that's true. As the Protect Our Aquifer folks have already prevailed over a handful of threats to our clean water sources. So let's jump right into the concert to hear the sound that brought the community together during the fateful fundraiser. Here's the concert to protect our aquifer, live on Bill Street Caravan. Some of those things I said 
That bees that way sometimes. That's what I told my ex-wife. I'm still married to her. She just married to somebody else right now. Got the blues, ain't it? Forever. 
great to be with you here in Memphis, and I haven't been in Memphis for, whoa, a long time. There must be a time, there must be a place where everyone can finally come together. If there is a God with a human face, I'm sure God would want us all to come together and get beyond these bolted doors, get beyond these awful bloody wars, get beyond this way of settling scores. Cause the score's never even And if I had the words Then I'd make the case That everyone should finally come together If I had the house I'd call off the chase And everyone could finally come together Get beyond who's right and wrong Get beyond the need to look so strong and Just get on with simply getting along Cause that's a thing we can all believe in Talking to our mirrors That's enough of separate hemispheres That's enough, that's enough We've really gotta finally come Together Here's more from the concert to protect our aquifer, live on Bill Street Caravan. Let's write it. Check. This is it. Cornflakes and whiskey and someone else's toothbrush. A good sign I've had too much, who's to say? Guess I got frisky. Blame that on the animal in me. This jubilee. Went to bed in San Francisco, woke up in Corpus Christi. Cornflakes and whiskey. Well, I was at the jukebox, very next thing I knew. I was dancing two-step with a pretty girl named Sue. We sat in the corner, we had a drink or ten. 
Next thing I hear is the preacher saying, kiss the bride, amen. Cornflakes and whiskey, someone else's toothbrush. A good sign I've had too much, who's to say? Guess I got frisky, blame that on the animal in me. This jubilee, where the bed is San Francisco, woke up in Corpus Christi. Cornflakes and whiskey on that mandolin. Tigers from the zoo. There was a thousand mile car chase. Wound back up in my place. My lawyer wants to blame it all on Sue. And I do too. Cornflakes and whiskey. Someone else's toothbrush. A good sign I've had too much. Who's to say? Guess I got frisky. Blame that on the animal in me. This jubilee went to bed in San Francisco, woke up in Corpus Christi. Cornflakes and whiskey, cornflakes and whiskey, hey, cornflakes and. Thank you. They say that freedom is a constant struggle. They say that freedom is a constant struggle. They say that freedom is a constant struggle. Oh Lord, we've struggled so long, we must be free. We must be free. Black lives matter, oh yes they do. And yes, of course, all lives do too. But they don't see me the way they see you. You reach for your ID, they smile. I reach for mine, they shoot. They say that freedom is a constant cry. They say that freedom is a constant cry. They say that freedom is a constant cry. Oh Lord, we cried so long, we must be free, we must be free. Black lives matter, why can't you see? What makes you less afraid of them than you are of us, than you are of me? Protect and serve us, not kill and hurt us. Oh Lord, how many black lives will it take before that thin blue line turns purple? They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. They say that freedom is a constant sorrow. Oh Lord, 
That was the concert to protect our aquifer, live on Beale Street Caravan. For more information on the organization, visit protectouraquifer.org. We'll be back with more music from the fundraiser in just a bit. Up next, Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis takes us through the life histories of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame. This segment is brought to you by the Blues Foundation and it's also available as a standalone podcast through iTunes. Right after New Year's Day, 1935, Honey Boy landed in Memphis. The cold wind off the river tore through his traveling rags and he headed up to Beale Street for something to warm up with. He was 19 years old and all his life in Mississippi, folks said Memphis was the happening place for music. Honey Boy headed straight for Beale Street Park. There, out in the open, he saw every Memphis legend he'd grown up hearing about. Frank Stokes, Will Shade from the Memphis Jug Band, Sleepy John Estes. There was little Buddy Doyle, a red-eyed midget with a six-foot-tall wife. Buddy sat on a park bench playing his guitar, but his feet didn't reach the ground, so he just kicked his legs and bumped the bench to the beat. And then in one corner, Honey Boy spied a beautiful woman. She looked like a mermaid with shiny hair. She smiled gold teeth and carried a silver resonator guitar. It was Memphis Minnie. Honey Boy heard her playing Bumblebee like it was just for him. Bumblebee, Bumblebee, please come back to me. An old guy named Dewey, another one of the Memphis Jug Band, caught Honey Boy staring and chimed in. She's pretty good looking, but pretty rough too, boy. She'd like to fuss, cuss, fight. She'd drop that guitar and go turn a trick for a dollar. Dewey had threadbare clothes and bags under his eyes. He sounded as weary as he looked. 
That's the hard times, he said. Women will come to you and say, if you buy me a sandwich, I'll turn you a trick. Worst town you ever seen. You make it here, you make it anywhere. Honey Boy said, hell, I'm just glad we don't have to buy whiskey from a bootlegger. You want to go down to the Pantay's drugstore down the corner 3rd and Beale, Dewey told him. Honey Boy walked in that direction and stopped at the one-minute cafe. The place was packed, but about half the people looked like hobos just standing around. Honey Boy figured they were allowed to hang out and keep warm. He got up from his plate to grab a bottle of R.C. When he got back, not one minute later, a bum had taken his seat and started eating Honey Boy's hamburger. I'm hungry, the man said. It's yours, Honey Boy told him. After hitting the pantes, Honey Boy returned to the park with a few bites of food and the sweet burn of whiskey in his stomach. He jumped at the chance to jam with the Memphis Jug Band, and the old men were glad to have a fresh face as people who came to hear the new guy in town left tips in the cigar box open at their feet. Afterwards, Dewey divided out the tips. Honey Boy noticed that for every dime he got, Dewey kept a quarter. Got to pay Dewey dues to play these blues, the old man said. But Dewey was all right. He offered Honey Boy a room for the night, and the men walked off together. You held it tight for a young blood, Dewey said. I've been around, Honey replied. Ran with Big Joe Williams. Where's Joe working now, Dewey asked. Work, said Honey. I don't think he'd work in a bakery if you give him a cake every time the pan came out. Dewey laughed. Honey Boy went on. He come to Greenwood. We had a juke house there called Black Roses. He played Highway 49. And I just stood there and looked at him. I got a long job, woman. Live on Highway 49. He said, Why are you looking at me so hard? Can you play? I said, a little bit. He took a drink. I strummed one or two numbers on his guitar. Joe said, I can learn you. Just like that, me and Joe left there, hitchhiking and hoboing. I stayed with Joe eight or nine months till I got plum good. We went down through Vicksburg. He learned me how to play for nickels and dimes on the street and hustle at barrel houses. He taught me how to make it. Then Joe started drinking heavy in New Orleans and he kept trying to fight me. I don't weigh but 110, so I slipped off and left Joe sleeping. They laughed and walked up a flight of rickety wooden stairs to Dewey's flat. Dewey introduced Honey to his stepdaughter, a beautiful young lady called Baby Peaches. Honey Boy took one look and fell for her long, curly hair. By the next morning, she had all of Honey's money that Dewey didn't get, and it was time to go back to work. At the park, the old guys from the jug band had another young fellow with them. He was tall, skinny, and had a bad eye. Honey thought he couldn't have been older than 16. His hands trembled, and when he sat down on the park bench, he swayed back and forth like he was in a rocking chair. But he could make sounds come out of that harmonica that Honey didn't know were in there. The jug band guys called him Shaky, but the gangly youth introduced himself as Walter. When Walter blew those blues, the people flocked. Old Dewey just plunked his washtub bass and watched the silver fall into the cigar box. 
Honey graduated from Big Joe Williams University, and it didn't take him long to see Dewey's racket. The young guys brought in more tips and were easy to take advantage of. They jammed and drank all day. Another lovely night with baby peaches and another broke morning. And Honey felt it was time to sneak off from old Dewey, just like he'd left Big Joe. He wanted to dodge Beale and maybe find someplace else to set up, like the train station. He was walking up Gayoso Street when he saw a tall, skinny boy seated on the front steps of a house, rocking. Dewey's slick, Honey told Walter. I ain't going back to him. Walter stood up, brought Honey inside, and introduced Honey to his mother, Miss Emma. Emma told Honey, Walter started playing when he was five years old. Miss Emma saw Honey's guitar and his young face and said, Walter, this is who you're supposed to play with. Why don't you quit them old people? Y'all work together, and I'll keep your money safe. She left the duo with a little advice. Run down to Front Street. The livestock brokers are bringing cows from Mississippi and Arkansas to sell. Miss Emma made her money in the hustle. She knew where the cash would be coming in. Walter grabbed his harmonica. That's all I need to carry with me, he said. Honey and Walter walked down from Gales Street toward the Mississippi River. They could see steamboats tied up. They watched the white men walking passels of hogs and cattle down the gangplanks to the cobblestone landing and hurry to the market house. Front Street stood tall with its row of cotton warehouses, but side streets of little alleyways had rows of one-story shotgun houses. Every streetwalker in Memphis knew it was market day, too, and Honey and Walter could barely breathe through the perfume. They played and picked up a few quarters and watched the women lead the men coming out of the livestock market to the alley. Honey and Walter followed, Honey playing his guitar, Walter moaning through that harmonica. There they found the queen of all street women, the goddess of the guitar. Honey recognized the flash of gold teeth and the silver resonator before the song hit him. Bobby, Bobby, don't be gone so long. Bobby, Bobby, don't be gone so long. Use my Bobby, and you need a chat home. After dark, they came back up Beale. The jug band had turned in by then, and the sound of Memphis Slim's piano called them to the Midway Club. They walked upstairs over a liquor store and saw Slim. I hear the blues everywhere. I find the blues all in the air. He had the women swaying. Honey and Walter just watched and shook their heads. Slim looked smooth at that piano, had a nice suit jacket and slick hair. But when he stood up, Honey and Walter cracked up. His pants looked like they were made out of patches. The boys warmed their bellies and headed out. They could have kept this going forever, but Miss Emma had a plan for them. She saved their tips for a month until one day her son and his guitar-playing partner wanted to grab some of that cash. It's gone, she said. Gone, Honey Boy shouted. Miss Emma chuckled. I bought a couple of train tickets with it. Honeyboy thought she had lost her mind. Where are you going with our money? I'm not leaving anywhere, said Emma. You two are going to Chicago. That's where Shaky and Honeyboy would call home for the rest of their days. I'm going where? I'm 
Thanks for listening to the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. The Blues Hall of Fame podcast is produced by Bill Street Caravan for the Blues Foundation, written by Preston Lauterbach and voiced by Guy Davis. For more information on the Blues Foundation, go to blues.org. Caravan has brought the sounds of Memphis to public radio airwaves for more than 20 years. And now you can see what we've been talking about. Check out our series of digital shorts through our website or go to iListenToMemphis.com. I Listen to Memphis is about Memphis music today, the people who make it, and the places and culture that fuel it. iListenToMemphis.com. Bill Street Caravan is supported by awards from Memphis Travel and Tennessee Arts Commission. We're back, and we're listening to the concert to protect our aquifer on Bill Street Caravan. The Memphis area, of course, is known for our music, known for our barbecue, and known for our exciting swagger on the basketball court. But an understated reason our community is unique is our natural resource of clean drinking water. That might not be a reason to visit Memphis, but once you get here, it's certainly a great asset to our visitors, and it's an even better attribute to our neighbors who live here full-time with their families. You can bet that most Memphians could not imagine life here without the tasty tap water. It's one of those things that's easy to take for granted. And it's all thanks to our sand aquifer, which helps purify our water. That's why this concert at First Congregational Presbyterian Church in Memphis's vibrant and close-knit Cooper Young neighborhood is so important to get the word out about potential threats to our drinking water. We're lucky that some high-powered folk music talent would agree to come help us spread the word about the efforts of Protect Our Aquifer. While Memphis may not be thought of as an outpost of folk and Americana, we do have some dedicated fans of the singer-songwriters who fit into that mold. You can bet those faithful line the halls of the church to see the performance of the star-studded evening. And it's no surprise that such a thoughtful style of music guaranteed thoughtful listening and participation in the cause. Let's listen in and see what we can glean from the good stewards of talent who came to help our city stay clean and green. Here's more from the concert to protect our aquifer live on Bill Street Caravan. Red and I go way back to the start of second grade. 
We met in the schoolyard where all the games are played. I was it, I tagged him, and I guess I tagged too hard. He slugged me, and there we were, rolling around the yard. Somehow we got over that, became the best of friends. Somehow we got over that I don't remember how But we became the best of friends That's all that matters now He raised the last of all my friends From all my childhood days One by one they pass away Every good thing ends Old friends sang tenor in the choir dated two Smith sisters living high and aiming higher we were like two brothers until one awful day draft board called a number and the war took red away he came home from Vietnam completely different man he'd seen things he didn't think i'd ever understand for a couple years it seemed we'd gone our separate way till one tearful beerful night we remembered better days young men anymore Memories seem sweeter than they ever did before We're back there in the playground We both remember when I touch him on the arm and whisper Tag, you're it again If I could, instead of banning books, I'd ban gerrymandering for good. 
The rich would feed the poor alike. The good Lord said they should. And every child, without exception, would feel loved and understood. No more whitewashing our history when the truth will set us free. No more watching corporate profits or while people sink into poverty. No more telling kids they're flawed because you think that your God would. There's a whole lot in our culture I'd cancel if I could. There's a whole lot in our culture we should cancel right away instead of banning Say he gay, we should ban racist holidays. Teachers should get to teach without worrying about their pay. Or if they'll have an active shooter that they'll have to keep at bay. No more kids in bulletproof backpacks. It's a school, not a war. No more pretending that machine guns are what the Second Amendment was for. No more doing nothing. Because it's easier most days If there's a whole lot in our culture We should cancel right away if there's a whole lot in our culture We could cancel if we tried Instead of banning abortions We could trust women to decide Every size and shape of body could be normalized and every type of mental illness could finally be destigmatized. No more squeezing and contorting into boxes we don't fit. No more saying that we're fine when we're not scared to admit it. No more telling little boys it's better not to cry. If there's a whole lot in our culture, we can cancel if we try. Marching in these streets, singing, We shall overcome. Praying all the world to give up all their bombs and all their guns. I just want peace of every kind for the whole world tonight. And to believe that Martin was right, we can drive out the darkness with the light. Drive out the darkness. Thanks so much, folks. We were close and we were younger. To me, you were my brother. I would chase the sun for you. You'd do anything for me. Time was clever, peered through branches like a stranger from a distance. So we thought we'd live forever. How it hurts just to remember everything. Crashed down like rain. I grow old and you remain the same, remain the same. We grew older, you were reckless. Imagination endless, you made a masterpiece of nothing. Hunt for the world to see. Just behind you, I stayed there to remind you how to outrun every shadow. She never learned how to let go of anything. The years crashed down like rain. I grow 
talking here today with Mr. Ward Archer. Ward has a unique history with Bill Street Caravan. He is tied to our origin story. But right now, we want to ask how a perennial Memphis music man who's had his hands on all levels of music in Memphis decided that water is where it's at. Well, I got into our supply of water back in like 2001 when I went on a tour of the headlands and the source of the Wolf River, uh, which is, uh, it turns out that the source of the Wolf River is in sort of the recharge area of the Memphis Sand Aquifer, meaning that's where the rain falls and goes into the aquifer. And then it goes on this journey for like 2,000 years where it, it goes through the sand and goes towards Memphis. And by the time it gets here, it's super clean and, and all pure. So the water that we drink out of the tap here is like 2,000 years old. And so that's, you know, pre-industrial, pre-microplastics, PFAS, all the chemicals and all that stuff that can get in there. So we want to keep it that way. And the challenge is that um, because our community is the largest community in the United States, that gets all of its water from the ground. So the more I learned about it, the more I thought, you know, this is just amazing that the one of the largest freshwater aquifers in the United States is below Memphis. And um, I thought, you know, that's a great asset. And I just sort of filed that away in my head. And then some years later, the Tennessee Valley Authority which supplies us with our power, built a new power plant here, and they plan to put five wells into the Memphis Sand Aquifer to pull out cooling water for the power plant. And, and it's gonna be five to seven million gallons a day going up in steam. And I thought, you know, this, this just doesn't seem right, you know? So anyway, that was the reason why I form this group, Protect Our Aquifer. A nonprofit, correct? Yes, it's a nonprofit, and our mission, in the simplest sense, is to get 
our groundwater properly regulated. Because the way it is now, there's no one in charge of the Memphis Sand Aquifer. You know, anybody can pretty much put a well in and start pumping it out. You don't have to pay for the water. So there's no real uh, science going on about how much we're taking out and uh, how much is going in. So we, we don't know whether we're really in a sustainable situation. So I imagine there are other people just as knowledgeable as you are about it. Other people know about that aquifer and probably want access to it too, just like the TVA did. Do you guys have to routinely fend off, for a bad, <laughs> lack of a better word, uh, those who may seek to alter the aquifer? As I've said many times, in the process of, of getting these wells stopped for, for for the Tennessee Valley Authority, which took about two years, we learned that there was no one in charge. And in, in the meantime, we started getting all these cases that came up, like someone wants to put a uh, construction landfill waste dump in the floodplain of the Wolf River, which, which feeds into the aquifer. And they said, no. That's, that's not a good idea. And so we, we have to stop what we're doing and fight every one of these things. And probably the biggest, the biggest fight of late was our battle against the um, Bahalia Connection Pipeline. It was gonna connect the downtown Valero refinery to the, it was gonna be like 49 miles long and would connect to the Cap Line Pipeline, which would go down to the Gulf of Mexico. And it, 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 this thing was gonna transit the aquifer, you know, all the way over it. And like a third of it was gonna be, you know, on top of the unprotected area where there's no clay layer. So any oil spill would just go directly into it. And, but the worst thing was it was gonna go directly through the Memphis Light Gas and Water Davis Wellfield in South Memphis, which supplies drinking water to all of South Memphis. And fortunately, we were able to team up with a group out of South Memphis called MCAP with Justin J. Pearson, and uh, we fought it together and, and were successful. But yeah, these things are a huge distraction. What we really want to do is we just want to get the thing properly regulated and managed. And, uh, but these things keep coming up, like the pipeline and the waste yes. dumps, and uh, what's next? I mean, you just don't know. Are there any local agencies that you're working with that are helping you guys with this effort that you can call out or shout out at this time? Well, you know, I would have to say um, our biggest asset in, in, in all the environmental fights that we have is the Southern Environmental Law Center. They give us our teeth, because although we're not looking to go to court, if we have to go to court, we can, and they're good. They're really good. But in addition to that, we have a good relationship with the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, which is called TDAC. And uh, at the staff level, they're really environmentalists and they're scientists and they know what they're talking about. And also at the University of Memphis, there's the CSER group, which is formerly the Groundwater Institute. And, and they're the experts on the aquifer, so we rely on their science a great deal. And we like to think of ourselves as a, as a science-based advocacy group that, you know, we, we try to make sure we have our facts straight and that we're not just blowing our mouths out talking about it, that we know what we're talking about, 
And uh, most of this stuff, I've come to realize, I and mean, I've read a whole lot of science reports. I mean, everyone that comes to me, it's like a minimum 200 pages. And I go, oh my God. Uh, but at the end of the day, when I go back and look at it, it's common sense. You know, if you get your water from the ground, don't put bad stuff in the ground. You know, it's, it's kind of that simple. And I think that happened a lot in the past, in the, in the 50s and 60s and 70s and so forth, um, kind of before the Clean Water Act was passed. And we're, we're kind of paying for that now. That, that stuff, it's gone down far enough in the ground where it's starting to get into the deep water aquifer. And we're, we're sort of the watchdogs that are, that are kind of looking out for that. Well, Ward, I, I want to thank you, and we all want to thank you and Protector Aquifer for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Ward, again for taking some time out with Bill Street Caravan, and, and we're looking forward to the concert. Awesome. Yes, sir. Thanks, Ward. Here's more from the concert to protect our aquifer, live on Bill Street Caravan. It's a shopping mall, it's a parking lot, it's a tiki bar, it's a tequila shot. It's a lightning strike, it's a hurricane It's three months of sun and nine months of rain It's an empty swamp, it's a crowded beach It's a flimsy chair It's a rub and tug, it's a flying bug It's a billionaire Florida, la 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 starts to snow then the passengers crowd the gate for that one place they've got to go and it's always fi la 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 florida la 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 it's a floppy hat from a sandal shop it's a traffic jam on an island top. It's a broken blade on a ceiling fan. It's a too tight shirt on an old white man. It's a talking bird. It's a putting green. It's a place to die. It's a Russian joke. It's a line of coke. It's a key lime pie. Sing along! for 
Rome, Port St. Lucie for Paris. Okeechobee for anywhere. You can say what you want. You can call me a fool as I'm taking your call by the pool. Fa la 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 la. Florida la 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 la. Florida, la, 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 gay, gay, gay. I'm 
gone If when we die We go somewhere I bet you a dollar Grandma coming everybody thanks for your support that was the concert to protect our aquifer live on bill street caravan for more info on the organization that benefits from the annual fundraiser visit protectouraquifer.org Bill Street Caravan is supported by awards from Memphis Travel and Tennessee Arts Commission. We like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use the hashtag #IListenToMemphis. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We'll be back next week, so until then, I'm Pat Mitchell Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. And you've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Oh,